Blog Talk Radio. Well, hallelujah, there you go. It's another gorgeous day here at Blog Talk Radio where this is the K Factor and K equals kindness. I really want to see the episode today, so I'm changing my spectacles so I can see my beautiful co host, Tessa Greenspan. Good morning, Tessa. Good morning. It is a good day to have a good day. It is a really good day to have a good day. And we're starting out hilarious. Tessa and I have, um, you know, we have a wonderful habit of comedic relief. (laughs) So let me tell you, this is the K factor where K equals kindness. And the factors are all the things that lead to it. And here's something I want you to think about. I did a write up for Tessa and I today and, And uh, actually, I should say our team did, and I approved it. So this is called Tuesdays with Tessa. And here's what our our people think we are. Dr. Deb Carlin and Tessa Greenspan, a duo that came together because Deb recognized for decades the value that Tessa brought into her life, the wisdom of Tessa, the amazing story of her rise from simple rural poverty in the South, into her life of curiosity that placed her in a position of challenges, which inspired her entrepreneurial spirit. Witnessing the audiences that gather around Tessa, Dr. Dub also recognized that during this very odd year of 2020 disruption, people not gathering as usual, and there was an energy shift, a serious void when the voice of Tessa was missing. Aha, she thought. Let's preserve this voice for an eternity and bring the life and times, the wisdom, the grace, and insights of Tessa to life here on the Internet. Blog Talk Radio's platform is perfect and what better place than the K-Factor. So today, and for this gorgeous month of September, they talk about the change of the seasons from summer into autumn. It means much more than what you might be thinking. So... Here we go. Tessa, today's episode is called Autumn is a Time to Burrow In. Yes, but more than that, it's a a time for renewal, burrowing in so that we can grow even more, Mm -hmm. so that when spring comes, we have all of this energy that we've been Converting to for the whole fall and winter. So there really is really it's all in how you look at every single thing. Burrowing in doesn't appeal to me as much as um, renewing, regenerating. Absolutely. So that's really what we're doing is we are burrowing in with losing the leaves, which but this is a beautiful time too. Look at the colors of the leaves before they fall. What a magnificent world we live in that these trees can turn to such brilliant colors. I mean, this is really something, if you just go out and look at all of this, it really makes all the difference in the world that there is a regeneration. It is a, a not dying, but it is a really regenerating and to magnificent other colors that are coming in the spring. So it's really a time for reflection, inter-reflection. It's a time for celebrating. 
the different holidays, and it's also a time for introspective of learning. How can we grow? What can we do? Making plans even for the future. Can we at this point in time do to make our world a better place? So one of the things I love about September is that it's summer actually until we're on next week because autumn doesn't really start until the 22nd. And so we're in this beautiful transition of anticipation from the heat. I love August because it's like the, the, the ultimate warmth of summer, at least in the Midwest, right? Yeah. And there's kind of a golden color, which yeah. I think prepares us for September when things start that gentle transition. And really, quite frankly, people say, oh, it goes from summer into winter in some places. Not really. It depends on how much reflection we give it, right? That's true. That's very true. And so I I think that the more, I like when we were putting the programs together from now until the end of the year and coming up with a theme for each month, because it gives our audience and us time to pause and to get really just quiet. You know, that's the thing I love about the every season. It gives us another opportunity to do something. And that that preparation time to be maybe recovering from how busy you were during the summer of being active and being outside and even in this very odd year of not being outside the way that we would be normally, right? Gatherings and picnics and baseball and all the things that street vendors, there's no street vendors this summer. But now, maybe in that uh, burrowing in and getting ready for everything, it's a time to, you know, living in the contrast of what a normal summer was like, think about what this summer has been. And how we want to spend the autumn getting ready to celebrate what that means. That's really, it's so true. And it's what what has happened in the past and how can we go forward as a result. And I do want to mention that September 22nd is um, Business Women's um, Celebration Day. Oh, it is. So is the 100th, this 22nd is the 100th anniversary of women's suffrage. The women that got together in 1848 and uh, worked at putting things together so that women could actually vote. So there's things for every season to think about and really who paved the way before us. Yeah. Yeah. And let's celebrate the men who facilitated it, too, because, you know, one of the things that I think we forget in our culture is when there's one segment of the population that's having to voice their opinion and say, you know, we'd really like to have this happen. We have to, we have to get the cooperation of the people who we, who we want, we want, you know, to be standing alongside. And I think sometimes we forget, it's kind of like kids growing up, right? They, they become a success and they forget, well, I brought you into this world <laughs> and paved the way for you. And so we sometimes forget to thank the people who were really facilitating, you know, what we were able to do. 
This is true. I'm speaking tomorrow at the uh, St. Peter's Chamber of Commerce, and this is one of the things that, that I'm saying. It's not just the women, but it's it's uh, men also, but, all, but really it's a celebration of women and how they fought for their rights. Mm. It's not discounting men at all, but it's really telling about this and all of the people that have helped us along the way, yeah. the people that have been mentored, the people that have that have mentored us, the people that have made a difference in, in our lives. And so all of these things I'm going to be talking about tomorrow. At, uh, what, a, what a wonderful way to package the theme of September and autumn and that transition, but to take a look at that and, and say exactly what it is that you're saying. So when you're talking about being at the Chamber of Commerce in at St. Peter's, that's yes. in St. Peter's, Missouri. Yes. And mm-hmm. can people get tickets for that? They still can. Okay. Uh, they, it's the Chamber of Commerce, St. Peter's Chamber of Commerce. And so if anyone wants to go, yes, they still can get tickets for it. And um, so what time does it start, Tessa? It starts at 11.30. And everyone is wearing purple because that is loyalty uh, and royalty, but also... It shows um, the the season that we're going into. So uh, everyone is wearing purple tomorrow, which <laughs> would be really cute too. <laughs> Isn't there the red hat society of ladies and, yeah. the, and the purple hat society of ladies? I don't know about purple hats, but I mean, it's just a fun thing that they're doing for the wearing the purple. Um, but it's loyalty is really one of the things that purple represents is loyalty. Yeah. And I like that word because we don't have it always in our lives. Loyalty is a huge factor in our lives. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that I think might be helpful for our for our listening audience in the midst of what you're saying is if if you would make a list on one sheet of paper, handwrite it, 20 things that you feel loyal towards. That's good. And and 20 things right next to it where you feel loyalty coming back in your direction. That's a really great idea because loyal, and even look up what, what does loyal mean? You know, it, it, to, and to other people, it means different things. Well, this is this is the um, this is the beauty of being on the air and having your your iPhone right here. I, I can be our answer person. You know, I every time I go to my parents and I'd ask them how to um, spell something, they'd say, "Go to the dictionary." So, how am I supposed to find it if I don't know how to spell it? And they'd say, "Find <laughs> it up." Okay, so loyalty the quality of being loyal, a strong feeling of support or allegiance. That's good. That's good. And I think we have to look up words because words mean different things to different people. And so it's really important to look it up because, so say that again, and let's let's have this little thing as far as being loyal. I like that. I like that. (laughs) So the quality of being loyal, loyalty is having that quality, and it's a strong feeling of support or allegiance. I'm going to say it's a strong feeling of support and allegiance. Yes, 
Well, and I think it's trust gets in there also. Mm-hmm. I think trust is really uh, being loyal to a person means that you can depend on that person no matter what. And you can trust that person. If that person is loyal to you when you have challenges in life, oh, yeah. then you can go to that person and you know that they will be loyal and true to their word in helping you. Well, you just nailed it. No wonder you're on this show as an invited uh, treasure. Uh, the, the dictionary also says someone who is loyal is reliable and always true to use your word. Like your trusty dog, they say. <laughs> yes. You know what? You can always depend on that. There is really, that is a really great example. Your pet. Your pet, you can depend on them always looking forward to seeing you no matter what. No matter if you've hollered to them or whatever. They're <laughs> always happy to see you. A pet is really loyal. Yes, that, that is a really great example of no matter what. Yes has occurred. They still are happy to see you. They're loyal and they won't hold anything against you. You know, what's funny is even, um, even my little two inch beta fish is loyal. I come walking into the room and he swims over to the side of his bowl and I run my hand along the outside of it and he just loves it. And, you know, kind of swims around and uses little (laughs) feathery fins, chiffon. Okay. Listen to this. Um, What does loyalty mean in a relationship? And this is like you had just written it. Faithfulness. Loyalty is faithfulness. Faithfulness. Not just avoiding temptation, but being faithful in all of your promises, keeping your word, following through on your plans, and sticking with your partner till the end. Loyalty is steadfastness, knowing you can rely on one another. This is really a big word, a good word, and we really... Uh, must use it more. So it's really knowing that you can depend on a person no matter what. Oh my gosh. Which is not an easy thing to do in life because people get mad, angry, different other things, but uh, loyal, knowing that you can trust that person no matter what's happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is big. I mean, there really aren't a tremendous amount of people that you can say, or that most people can say that they can trust inexplicably, no matter what happens in life, they can you can trust them. Yeah, because in, in this big world where people are, you know, I, I, I long, long ago wrote a book called Anonymity is Our Enemy. And what inspired that for me was the reality that our culture is so transitional. It's so big. It's, it, you know, not living in a little small town where you have all these people that you're in the midst of. You don't have a clue who they are. So, and, and everybody's got, you know, it's kind of an exponential picture, right? So everybody's got their pockets of busy and their families and work and friends and neighbors and so on. And to try to locate people for a friendship that's really got that loyalty factor. You know, um, I remember growing up, I wanted everybody to be my friend. Oh, mom and dad, I have so many friends. Everybody's my friend. And I remember I thought my sister was really jaded, 12 years older than I am, when she said, Deb, if you have five people that you can fill up your hand with and name off who are your really loyal, true friends, 
you are a really blessed person. And I thought, I could do that on both hands and on all my toes. And then as you grow older, you start to realize. It's true. If you have this, you are really mightily blessed, aren't you? That is so true. Well, you take a part of my hand in my counting. (laughs) Absolutely. Loyal and true. We've known each other for decades. Mm -hmm. Yes. And mm-hmm. things happen, and we always manage to come back to one another. We manage to be there when we really need. Yes. And the trust is really high. We That's trust true. that we're going to show up here every Tuesday. That's true. Through all mm-hmm. kinds of technical challenges. <laughs> because you know, technology. This is a really good thought process for a lot of the people listening yes. or watching. Yes, it is. Being, and even thinking about who do you have that you can trust, yep. that you can go to when there are challenges. You know, you don't want to constantly be a challenge, but the point of it is, who do you know? What five people actually would be a good um, process to do mm-hmm. that you know that you can go to and no matter what, yeah. um, you can trust that person. That is so big. It is so mm-hmm. You know what I think about Tessa in terms of that is if if I'm in if I'm in a struggle and I need to talk to somebody, I'm very discerning about who it is who I can talk to. If um if I if I if I got into trouble and I needed um a a place to go visit just for refuge, who could I call for? If I was if I was hungry and you know didn't know how to figure it out i mean i'm I'm using really dramatic examples but you know if i was lonesome who would i call for that friendship connection this is true and and this would be something good for every single person to think about right now in particular Mm -hmm. so and there are many times people that come that that just apart a little bit it doesn't mean that you can't trust them but I would really suggest that everybody make a phone call to the people that you've liked that's been in your life that you know you can trust that you haven't talked to for a while. Yeah. This would be a really good process for people to do that. And, you know, especially since we are, are sort of um, isolated in a sense, it would be really good to reconnect with the people that have meant so much to you. You know, you and I had this conversation a few days ago, and you were telling me that you were doing that. You were going through your list of contacts and calling people that you hadn't talked to. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hi, how are you? How are you doing? I think that is a beautiful thing for us to do here in 2020. I agree. Absolutely. I agree. And there are so many people, and we have time now, too. There are so many people that we have been in and out of their lives, yeah. and we don't know what's going on with them, but... Just making a phone call can make all the difference to a person. You know, I love to find something good about people and tell them. You know, what, you know, that I love your enthusiasm for life. I love your knowledge and and that you are willing to share it. So many other things. So it would be good to call people that we haven't seen maybe in a long time. And just tell them I appreciate it. In fact, this is one of the things I'm saying tomorrow, too, is is people that have mentored you, many times they don't even know it. Send a note and just say, you don't know this, but I can tell you 
by you doing this has made such a difference in my life, or by you saying yeah. that was a good job. Yeah. Several many things that we can do that doesn't take any effort whatsoever. Right. So I think this is a lovely transition for us from summer when we're wanting to be outgoing and playing and engaging in, mm-hmm. in the sunshine and the water and the parks and everything. And you start thinking about, okay, what am I going to do with autumn? And what am I going to do with winter? I know. So that I'm ready to be, you know, burrowed in and staying home and staying warm in the winter. I'm going to start creating my list of all these wonderful people who I can in my life and doing exactly what you just said. I think that's fabulous. Yes, it is. And write and note, many people do not do that any longer, first of all. To get mail from a, a note, you know, other than bills, is not a very uh, often thing. So just writing a note. But it's really important to make a phone call, too. Yeah. But writing the note will have so much meaning. I have containers full of notes from over the years. <laughs> I'm in my Someday when I get old, maybe I'll look at them all. <laughs> maybe we'll frame them all. <laughs> Well, you know yeah. what, Tessa, the time has flown this morning, and we're down to our last 30 seconds. I'd like to thank you for being here. It's always wonderful when we get together and we do exactly this. Yeah, it is. It is. So, friends, this is your host, Dr. Deb Carlin, with my co-host, Tessa Greenspan, saying thank you again for coming and joining <laughs> us. We're delighted that you were here. And on that note, we'll see you next time. Tessa, hold on.